Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1354, Take the Red Pill, Embrace Minimalism, and Establishing Deeper Connections, both by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of theminimalists.com, and I'm your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from the best blogs I can find. This is an award-winning show, thanks to you, and I have two posts today, both from The Minimalists, so let's get right to them as we optimize your life. Take the Red Pill, Embrace Minimalism by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of theminimalist.com. Quote, I know why you're here. I know what you've been doing, why you hardly sleep, and why night after night you sit by your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question just as I did. The answer is out there and it's looking for you and it will find you if you want it to. Trinity in The Matrix. You are here. Yes, we know why you're here. You wanna live a more meaningful life, one that's filled with happiness and passion and freedom. And then you discovered minimalism or minimalism discovered you as it were. And now you are here and you have a decision to make and it's not one to take lightly. That decision is between consciousness and comatose, between living a meaningful life or droning through life dead inside, oblivious to the potential of the world around you, oblivious to the potential inside you. Quote, this is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Morpheus in The Matrix. The message. Okay, so we must apologize for the gratuitous use of Matrix references, but they felt like apt pop culture references to convey an important message. That message? Minimalism isn't easy, at least not at first. At first, minimalism can be terrifying. You were probably terrified or at least extremely skeptical the first time you heard about it, right? We certainly were. At first, we dismissed minimalism as an extreme fad, as some sort of midlife crisis thing for people on the fringe of society. It seemed crazy, counterintuitive, and a bit silly, and it certainly wasn't for us. After all, why would anyone wanna get rid of most of their stuff? We worked so hard, often 60 hours per week, to get all this stuff. So why would we throw it away? 
That stuff is so important to us because we spent all our time accumulating it. And yet with all that stuff, you know that you are not happy. And that's why you are here. So much more. You're here because you believe, at least on some level, that there's more to life than consumption. You believe that there's more to life than stuff. All that stuff you paid for, or perhaps are still paying, are sunk costs. At least that's the economic term. In other words, it doesn't matter what you spent on all that stuff. Instead, you must realize that even though you paid for all those things, they are weighing you down physically, mentally, and especially emotionally. We give so much meaning to things that don't really mean anything at all. Those things are not important. What's important in your life is actually far more simple and yet vastly more complex. And thus the old cliche holds true. Life's most important things are, in fact, free. What's important? We believe it's health, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, relationships, cultivating your passions, personal growth, contribution, and freedom. What else is important to you? We bet it's not a bunch of material items. We bet it's not a t-shirt or gadget or shiny new widget. Take the red pill. We apologize if this all sounds didactic. It's not meant to be. We're not attempting to preach to you. We have no right to do so. We are just like you, or if you are at the precipice, contemplating whether or not minimalism is right for you, then we were just like you. We just happened to stumble onto minimalism a little sooner. Then we took the proverbial red pill as an entire new world opened up for us. We discovered a new life, a simple life. Establishing Deeper Connections by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of theminimalists.com. We just returned from a 12-day whirlwind journey along America's West Coast, a journey that provided clarity to our lives. It was the connection with other people that created that clarity. We flew from Dayton to Portland for an amazing three-day World Domination Summit 2011, followed by a few days roaming the streets of Portland, meeting scores of enthusiastic people. Then we drove south down the picturesque Oregon coast towards San Francisco. Along the way, Ryan broke his ankle while sightseeing, long story, don't ask, but he didn't let that spoil the trip, deciding instead to crutch the Bay Area streets after a brief detour at the ER. In downtown San Fran, we met with Leo Babauta for tea under a sun-kissed sky. What an outstanding experience. We were supposed to chat for only an hour, but the three of us lost track of time, and one hour turned into two, which turned into four, and when we finally left, we were sunburned and smiling happy to have created a deeper, more personal connection with each other, thanks mostly to our new friend's advice. Without even trying, Leo inadvertently taught us a new way to connect with people, a real connection, and we'd like to share that strategy with you. In the middle of our chat, as we cycled through various discussion topics, Leo told us he wanted to try something he hadn't tried before. He had recently discovered a technique that creates a bond between two or more people a conversational strategy that gets past the surface-level conversation and builds a lasting bond. First, he told us two stories. The first was about a successful, accomplished, award-winning businessman. The second story, however, involved a man who grew up in a poor neighborhood, had various struggles throughout his life, and lived a life that was far from perfect. And then Leo asked us which story we connected with most. We both agreed the latter story resonated most because as humans, we are flawed. We make bad decisions. We struggle with life. We are unique, yet we are one in the same and we connect with that sameness. 
Then Leo shared his own personal heart-rending story, which we obviously won't share here. We reciprocated telling our own personal stories of struggle and weakness and utter humanity. It is not a coincidence that all three stories were eerily similar, sharing many common themes, pain, fear, loneliness, which describe what it means to be a human being. We left that meeting knowing more about Leo, but also more about ourselves. We encourage you to employ this strategy when creating a connection with others. It might seem frightening at first, it was for us, but it will help you open up and allow you to create a different kind of connection with someone, a deep, lasting connection. And thus, there was one reason this was one of the best trips of our lives, connection. Sure, the weather was spectacular and the food was amazing and the places we went were cool, but it was our connection with other people that stood out among everything. Connection gave meaning to our journey. You just listened to the post titled, Take the Red Pill, Embrace Minimalism, and Establishing Deeper Connections, both by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of theminimalists.com. And I'll keep this ending nice and short for you today. Have a great rest of your Monday, a great start to your week, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.